श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय श्री बालदीपुनी महामुत्ति की जाय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जाय बोल प्रेम आनंदे सो वेलकम एवरीवन गुड मॉर्निंग वी गैदर ऑन दिस स्पेशल डे ऑफ बालदेव पूर्णिम द आविर्भाव अपीयरेंस डे ऑफ बालराम एंड many respects that marks the uh, beginning of the Janamashtami festival with of course Janamashtami is the following weekend but um in the context of the leela of course balaram uh appearance prefaces krishna's appearance for very uh significant reasons and this is related in srimad bhagavatam <coughs> by Sukadev Gosami <clears throat> wherein the appearance of of um of Baldev the unique appearance is um is described in the second chapter uh he begins that description he says bhagavan api vishvatma viditva kamsajambhayam yadanam nijanatanam yogamayam samadhisat so here krishna is referred to as bhagavan api vishvatma is bhagwan and the soul of everyone sometimes we describe the paramatma as the soul of everyone this is an aspect of bhagwan here that uh, point is emphasized in a sense the vishvatma soul of everyone is actually bhagwan by way of his manifesting partially as paramatma <clears throat> but as we know also in bhakti especially in the bhakti dispensation of chaitanya mahaprabhu we have no interest in this paramatma feature of of the absolute the idea is to remove him from the heart hmm? and make room for for krishna's appearance there he presides the paramatma over the world of desire therefore mahaprabhu shri chaitanya dev said nadanam nadanam nasundurim kavitam va jagadisha kamaye the jagadisha the world, lord of the world <coughs> presides over the worldly interests danam janam sundurim even kavitam accumulation of wealth and uh um um emotional uh, partnership and and so forth the needs for these desires for such uh, followers and even knowledge for its own sake 
And these have, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, they hold no charm for me, no interest for me. So the Lord who presides over that situation, hmm, the worldliness, what use does he have for him? Nadanam nadanam nasundarim kavitam ba jagadishakam mama janmani janmanishware bhavatad bhakti rohitakitvai I have a desire though, he said, that is for bhakti. And the Lord who presides over bhakti Hmm. Paramatma is impartial. Bhakti is partial. Hmm. Gyan is impartial and bhakti is filled with a special kind of partiality, not the partiality of the world that um, obscures knowledge and objectivity and the knowing of a thing as it objectively is. Our bias, our attachments get in the way of that. But another kind of bias, then, it also gets in the way of knowledge. The bias of bhakti gets in the way of knowing. Some things about Bhagavan that are not particularly useful for the type of love that um, one is developing, growing, living within. Hmm? So it's not useful for the inhabitants of Madhavan to know that Krishna is the, is the Vishwatma. Hmm? It doesn't help them to get too close to him. Hmm? So they have a bias. There's a bias for Ram Bhakti, for Krishna Bhakti, for uh, so many types of Bhakti. <clears throat> Vishnu Bhakti, and so forth. This makes up the the, uh, the whole of the Paravyom. It, it's really the ornament. Here it will be a fault in this world, our bias. As I say, it gets in the way of knowing objectively what the truth is. But the Bhakti of the Paravyom, of Vaikuntam, that is an ornament then. And it causes Bhagwan to make so many different types of appearances. That love corresponds with his different appearances. <coughs> so here we learn that basically that Bhagwan is Vishwatma. This is a partial manifestation of him. He's the Lord of everyone's heart. He has that capacity to go into anyone's heart. Hmm? He goes into the devotee's heart who makes room for him. Mm. by bhakti. Here, the discussion is, as we'll see, how Balaram enters the womb, and in a sense, the heart of Devaki. Mm. Inner heart. The idea of having a son mm. like Bhagwan appeared mm. in her heart. So in order for him to come there, he who is already there in a general sense as Vishvatma, from his position as Bhagavan, Viditva Kamsajambhayam. Hmm. 
The condition of Devaki and Vasudev is uh, one in which they were placed in a difficult situation. There are all kinds of troubles in life that uh, we, we encounter. And that idea is, is highlighted here in this Leela in the person of Vasudeva and Devaki, the father and mother of Krishna in Mathura, who were imprisoned. And imprisoned by, uh, by Kangsa. who was so powerful that as the Leela unfolds, we'll hear many different uh, yogis took the form of different forms in order to uh, try to bring about the, the death of Krishna. Uh, the omen was that Krishna would bring about the death of Kamsa. So... He had many henchmen. They were very powerful. All of them were completely under his control, so we can imagine how powerful he was. And he had locked Vasudev and Devaki in the prison. So they were in a difficult situation, a fearful situation. Viditva Kangsa Jampayam. So Bhagavan could understand the fearful condition of his parents under the influence of Kangsa. So devotees, they have some difficulty that they encounter in the world. And in a sense, Bhagwan comes to save them from those difficulties. But their greatest difficulty is not the external difficulties that sometimes they encounter, but rather their uh, pangs of separation from from their uh, the Lord of their heart, the Lord who presides over their bhakti. Mama Janmani Janmanishwari Babatad Bhakti Rahoi Takitoi Mahaprabhu said, I want bhakti, I have a desire for that. Nadanam Nadanam Nasundam Nakabitam. But I have a desire, not for these things, the worldly things. And is it the Lord who presides over that, those things? I have no need for him. But for bhakti, I have a desire. And a particular kind of bhakti I have. And there's an object then of that bhakti, of that love. Vishayalambana. Certain type of love that I am following in the footsteps of. There is a shelter of that love, a personification of that love. Ashrayalambana. I'm following in the footsteps of that eternal bhava and that love has an object. Hmm? So I'm attached to bhakti and that attachment will grow into attachment for the object of bhakti as well. Hmm. And and the love comes first in separation. Purvarag. Hmm? In separation. The, the separation, a kind of separation before Union, we call it purvarag. Purva means before. So, by seeing the picture of Krishna, by hearing about the activities of Krishna, and so forth, utkantita or purvarag, depending on one's sentiment, madurasa, sakyarasa, describes slightly different. Same principle, though. 
this kind of love will come a feeling of anticipation, separation, union has not yet occurred, or the confirmation of my feelings and my sense uh, that Krishna loves me and I love him and so forth. That hasn't come. <clears throat> so, in one sense, then, in the highest sense, this is why he comes. Why does Bhagavan come to the world? Prithanaya sadhunam vinashaya duskritam Yes, he comes, dharma samstapanartaya sambhavami duge duge to establish the dharma, to do away with the enemies of dharma, to protect the devotees. So, ostensibly they need protection from the uh, adharmic influences, but in reality their necessity lies only in their uh, pangs of separation. So for these types of sadhakas, he comes to the world. The type of sadhakas who are fit to take birth in the leela, then experience firsthand that union with Krishna. So this is the real fear of the devotees, this is the real anxiety, but on a lower level they do get into difficult situations on his behalf. <laughs> and they tolerate that. What does uh, Brahma say in Bhagavatam? Tantate nukampam susamikshamana bhunanare vakmagitam vipakam vidvagvapu viridam namaste jiveto yumukti pade sadayavak They tolerate all types of inconveniences that may arise in the context of his service. Here, Vasudeva and Devaki, they're in the prison house. They were put in a fearful situation by by Kangsa. In a sense, our sadhaka's life is a fearful one because we are still in proximity to the uh, the lords of the world, if you will, the senses, and our attraction to taste, to sound, to taste, to, to form, hmm, that we see, to... Uh, to, to uh, 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 smell hmm? and of course the mind these are six the sixth the sixth sense mind gives birth to the other five and these are the lords of the world and under their influence then we pursue whatever it may be janam dhanam these are these uh, ideas given in Shikshastakam really are the sum and substance of the whole world of desire desires for pleasuring oneself through touching, tasting, smelling, desires for um, attaining. First, tamagun and rajagun, for attaining something, for uh, fortifying my position, my bank balance, my my position in the, in, in the corporate world or whatever it may be. And this is the rajaguna, some security. And sattvaguna even, virtue, the pursuit of virtue for its own sake, noble as it is. Hmm? The whole range of desires falls within these. So, and they're facilitated through the senses. So we are in proximity in our sadhaka life to the senses. There is some fear. They may take us away from bhakti. Hmm? So this is a healthy fear, then, for the uh, devotee. And in one sense, it's it's 
it's um, symbolized here by uh, Devaki and Vasudeva's imprisonment under the influence of Kangsa. Mm. So they exhibit a healthy kind of fear for our sake mm. to uh, uh, um, teach us, so to speak. We should learn to speak about the allele of the poetry of Bhagavatam in such a way that the, that the like I like to say, the math is drawn out. There's math that underlies the poetry or art or music. Hmm? So there's Vedanta that underlies bhakti, the life of spiritual partiality and emotions for Bhagawan, as I mentioned. Hmm? That partiality rests on a foundation of knowledge and a kind of objectivity that has been arrived at by the culture of detachment in the context of bhakti from the lords of the world, the senses drawing us in this direction and that direction, pulling us really at, at the same time. And ears pulling us one way, the eyes another way, the tongue another way. Bhatya vegam, manasakrota vegam, jibha vegam, udurapasta vegam, etan vegam, yo visahita dira sarvam apipampati vimsasishyat. Who, they are the lords of the world, these urges and so forth, to rise above them hmm, requires some objectivity, hmm, some spiritual strength. So in our sadhaka life, then we are in proximity to these things and they can kind of take us away, so to speak, at any time it's possible. So some healthy fear for that. So the prison house of Kangsa, in which Devaki and Vasudev find themselves with a desire for Bhagawan to appear in their lives, hmm, is uh, a fearful situation. There are some, some, some anxiousness there. So our sadhaka lives are like this. Hmm. And uh, this kind of healthy fear it serves to give birth, to help us, uh, so to speak, give birth to bhakti, hmm? bhakti proper. Sadaka bhakti, sadhana bhakti, this is not bhakti proper. This is bhakti in apprenticeship. Hmm? When we come to bhava bhakti, bhava bhakti is the fruit, the result, the goal, I should say, of sadhana bhakti. Hmm? Sadhana bhakti is kind of an imitation. Uh, yeah, they say imitation of a good thing is a good thing, hmm. to a point, I guess. So we 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 meet advanced devotees. We follow in their footsteps. We conduct ourselves the way they conduct themselves. I remember when I uh, when I met the I was on my way to Jamaica to live in the in the jungle for the rest of my life and meditate, and I. I met the devotees at uh, New Year's Eve in in, uh, in, in Coconut Grove, uh, suburb, I guess, of Miami, Florida, and uh, so they got me to, to spend the night and go out in the street on Harinam on New Year's Eve, hand out back to Godhead magazines and so forth. And in the morning, they, of course, told me to get up early and take a cold shower and and so on. And um, at the time, there were all these. There were a number of posters out and around of Meher Baba. Said, "I am Ram. I am Krishna." He had long hair and so forth. 
And uh, the devotees had shaved heads, so I said, how, how come you shave your heads? It wasn't popular in those days. And uh, one of my godbrothers, Nabiona, he was there, he said, it was Prabhupada shaved his head. For some reason, it just made perfect sense to me. I thought, it doesn't now I think about it in one sense, but I just thought, yeah, well, that makes sense. You know, Their leader does that, so you know they're imitating him. They're kind of like following as he as he does. They figure, well, there's something about him that has captivated us, that charms us, and so forth. I had heard the night before, I had come in in the middle of the Bhagavad Gita class, and the devotee was just concluding the class. Mm. And uh, he had been talking about his recent time, his name was uh, Sridham, I think. Uh, Sridham? Mm. Yeah. And he had been uh, just in Los Angeles, and he was uh, had uh, some opportunity to do personal service to Prabhupada, make garlands for him and go on a walk with him, and so on. And so he was relating that. And he was just relating the charm of that, of how walking with him was just so comforting and putting the garland on him and uh, it seemed as if the garland became beautiful hmm, in connection with him and, so, and it, was just, it was just very charming the way he was talking about that and then he concluded the class by saying so and Prabhupada said if you, once you pray in your heart Krishna please help me then certainly he will so then I of course immediately bowed down and I I had seen the pictures of Krishna with the cows and so forth. I found it attractive, so I made the prayer, please take over my life, take care of me. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> like this, and then again the next morning, well, Prabhupada shaved his head, so shaved his head, so we do all. It made perfect sense to me at the time. So imitation of a good thing is a good thing. I reasoned, I guess, that they felt that he's so compelling, so charming, so whatever goes along with that, whatever it is about him that must be connected with that in some way, we should do that. We began, we also used to imitate Prabhupada's speech unknowingly, so to speak. Yes, isn't it? And Kind of half English and Indian English and so forth. People must have thought we were, yeah, we were quite crazy. Prabhupada would shake his head, yes, like this, instead of yes, like this. One of my godbrothers, Tamal Krishnamarsh, he said that, I used to think that the spiritual way to nod your head yes was to go like this, back and forth. Because whenever we would ask Prabhupada, he would give the affirmative, go, yes, 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 do it. Hmm? And I thought the material way must be up and down like that. <laughs> he said, then I went to India and I said, everybody in India does it like that. <laughs> so, at any rate, at least in the beginning, imitation of a good thing is a good good thing. We should come to be acquainted with the reasons behind things that, that are done and so forth. Otherwise we may suffer in the long run hmm? For some, with some, from, from something called niyamagraha to follow the rules so to speak without knowing the meaning behind it. And when we were confronted with the spirit of it hmm? we may object to the spirit of, of the law in the name of following the law because the spirit of the law may take us into a different shape than the shape of the, how the law may apply itself in a particular circumstance. Hmm? So it's important, ultimately, of course, to be acquainted with the spirit of the law, hmm? a dynamic understanding of the law. I and mean, if we come, there's no harm just following the letter of the law, but when we come in, op, in, in the name of following the letter of the law in opposition 
to the spirit of the law, which is a progressive understanding of the law, that becomes then a problem for us. Then we can make offense, and and um, and the, the the words of the guru, for example, the commands of the guru, the mandates meant to free us, can be that which which kind of cements us in a, in a casket of mortification, <laughs> the death of our spiritual life, really. Because not only we become frozen in time, we become in opposition to the progressive call in the form of the dynamic application of the law of the mandate problem. So, anyway, in the beginning, we put a caveat there, imitation of a good thing is a good thing. So, so anyway, Kamsa and and uh, Kamsa had imprisoned them, Vasudev and Devaki. They were in a difficult situation. So we find ourselves in somewhat of a difficult situation. We are in proximity to the lords of the world, and we are trying to bring as Kamsa, uh, as Vasudev and Devaki, the Lord of Vaikuntha. Of, of of the Mahavaikuntha Vrindavan into their their her, her heart Devaki. Hmm? So some healthy fear. Hmm? This is uh, of, of material existence, something like that. That is useful. Hmm? Incidentally, that's one of the reasons that the monks they shave their heads. <laughs> uh, I met a lady once. Uh, it's happened more than once. And oh, you're such a handsome man. I have to go and shave my head after that. <laughs> <laughs> now it's changed. It was a during the time that probably was here. There was a survey that I read once, and the, and about what is it in men that attract women and what doesn't. And one of the real turnoffs was the shaved heads. I thought, well, it really makes sense uh, for monastic life. <laughs> At any rate, turn-offs in terms of the possibility of romantic uh, exchange, <coughs> encounter. But not that monks should should turn off the ladies. This is actually the day called Rakshabandham. Hmm? This is Baladev Purnima, it's also the Rakshabandha. Rakshabandha means, the, uh, the it, traditionally it means the, the bond between the brothers and the sisters. Hmm? It's a day in India where... Uh, this uh, the love of the brother for the sister is is celebrated, and the sister will bring a thread or now they make it more fancy and there 's all kinds you can buy um, to tie around the wrist of the brother, showing her affection for him, and he wears that then as a uh, symbol of of his uh, committed uh, commitment to protect her in all circumstances. Hmm? And it's it the I <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's ex, ex, so the brothers should love the sisters also uh, it's the idea has expanded considerably over the over the centuries and um, to mean the Gandhi's time they used to do for love of the countrymen and so forth uh, the rishis would also do it sometimes they would with all of the all of the students would bring a thread and he would tie and that was a commitment I will take care of you. Something like that. Hmm? When one of my gobbers took sannyas from Sridhar Marsh, Pujapat Sridhar Marsh, the, just of the day of the sannyas, just before giving him the mantra, he said, So, 
Are you prepared to speak to the ladies also? He was shocked because he thought, sannyas means we don't speak to the ladies at all. Hmm. <laughs> you don't speak to them about certain things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, what about Krishna? One of my godbrothers uh, in Berkeley was the president of the Berkeley Iskon Temple at one time. We were walking with Prabhupada in, in the, in the um, what is that park? The Golden Gate Park. Hmm. And um, Stowe Lake, around Stowe Lake, he used to walk. And he said, Prabhupada, you would be very proud of us. You could hear him, was the feeling of what he was saying, is that in the temple now in Berkeley, we, we don't, we have all the, Brahmachari, male monastics, they chant in the temple their japa, and none of the women are allowed in the temple during the japa period. We, we put them in another room. Hmm? They had two big rooms. And 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 Prabhupada, you know, he thought he was going to get points from Prabhupada. <laughs> and Prabhupada said, uh, he said, he said, Cause so that the men won't get agitated. And Prabhupada said, temple is for everyone. If men are agitated, they should leave the temple. <laughs> So, this it's, it's sannyasa monasticism is not about running away from the uh, from intimacy. Hmm. No, it's actually for uh, renunciation. As I like to say, is the first step in love and intimacy. It's how to actually get closer to people by seeing them for what they really are. Hmm. So, all these are issues, of course, in the sadhaka's life, whether they're men or or women or um, uh, and so, so some some caution about all this should be there. Hmm? This is what the life in the prison, so to speak, of Kamsa and Devaki personified. They wanted Krishna in their heart, but their situation was was also a, a difficult situation, a fearful situation. So some healthy fear. Kamsa is fear personified. So some fear of Kamsa. Hmm? Fear of the of, of of worldliness and some and some protection for that. Hmm? Wearing a uniform, for example, the Tulsi beads. I like to say this will, this is the has the protection for the devotees because if people see you, they go, "Oh, are you a devotee?" You go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right." <laughs> and then you have to speak about your tradition and so forth, and, or they just say, "Oh, those are pretty beads. What are those?" Yeah. And then you reminded, yes, what are those? Why am I wearing those? And what am I doing here? <laughs> and uh, so forth. So, so some healthy fear, <clears throat> and to, uh, to and, and, and to remedy the situation. Then, the idea of Baladev is 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 given. Here it is mentioned that Yadunam Nijanatanam. Yogamaya Samadhishat. So this Bhagavan who's everywhere, Vishvatma, hmm? and who can eradicate the fear of the devotees, hmm? he goes about it in a particular way. How does he go about it? Hmm? He called his potency Yogamaya. Hmm? And he told her something, gave her an order. What was the order? Hmm? He gave the order that...
Devaki had what was it? Six sons. And six sons they were all killed by Kamsa, one after another, because the oracle was the eighth son of Devaki will kill um Kamsa. And so he didn't wait to the eighth, he wanted to take extra precautions, that's how demonic he was. So each of the six sons he took one after another and killed them. And the seventh son uh, uh, was coming and so Bhagavan told, this is a special uh, addition. Hmm? I've commissioned the, the, the um, Vaishnav Dham. This is the reference here in tenth canto of Bhagavatam, where the actual story of Krishna's life is brought out, and Baladev here is referred to first, Vaishnavadham. Vaishnavadham hmm? means the the Vaishnav means the the devotee, of course, the devotee of Vishnu, hmm? and the Dham means many things, but it it also means the place, the the abode. It means light, so it's a place that is luminous. It's described in brief in the Gita, here in Bhagavatam, in, in great depth, that that the nature of that place, that realm. In Gita, Yatad Bhashayate Surya Nashashakunapabaka. It says it is a place of luminosity. There's no need for light, for, 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 for moon, for sun, for il, a fire, or probably gives a contemporary uh, translation, electricity. Hmm? Uh, no, no need for... It is self-luminous. And luminous, luminosity means like we give the... You know, you have the picture, the, the idea, knowledge comes in a light bulb, shows up in his head... A light goes on. Hmm? So luminosity is, 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 is tapa. Hmm? Tapa means, it means austerity. It means knowledge. It means light. By austerity, as I've said before, even involuntarily, if we're put into a situation of austerity, how do we prevail? How do we endure? We have to go within. We have to become philosophical. Hmm? We have to think, well... What can be done? Hmm? Go to go beyond the body, so to speak, which is in a difficult situation, with the power of mind hmm? and intelligence. So we we start to withdraw from the senses, come to a thinking position rather than a sensing uh, position. So this austerity then it has the capacity to 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 afford some. Some knowledge. There are people that who have a path of austerity alone, tapasvis. We'll see some of them. We're going to show a film in the course of our seven, eight days here. It's hard to come up with relevant ones, but um, we're going to show one on the Kumbh Mela. It's it's called Shortcut to Nirvana or something like that. I don't know how well named it is, and I haven't seen it, but I've seen some parts of it, and there will be some some uh, parts that are not so appealing to the soft-hearted devotees who aren't tapasvis. Tapasvis means who perform extreme uh, austerities and become oblivious 
by even the pain of the austerity, if you will, to the ordinary sensibilities of the world. <coughs> so, I mean, but anyway, there's a path like this, tapa. <coughs> but, uh, of course, in bhakti, we have a very gentle form of tapa. Tapa also means to take to burn, so there used to be a system in Vishnu bhakti. We're going much higher than tapa, the path of tapa, all the way to Vishnu bhakti. And the Vishnu bhakti, they would take at the time of initiation and, you know, the symbols of Vishnu, the conch and the club and the lotus and the chakra. Mm -hmm. Hmm? So they would take a, what do you call it? Iron, a branding iron and brand the symbols of Vishnu on the body of the devotee. Hmm? I've seen devotees with tattoos of Ram Nam all over their whole body. Hmm. Ram, 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 Ram. Hmm. So, <laughs> but in, in, in Krishna Bhakti, in Gaudiya Sampradaya, then, we don't burn the body <laughs> with those symbols. It's a very gentle path when it comes to austerity comparatively. It's a very gentle path. Hmm. Taking the clay from Vrindavan, then we stamp the body with Krishna Nam like this, this, or write it on the body, or place the marks of uh, Vishnu Tilak, and so forth. So it's really austerity light, hmm? comparatively, because it's so love-laden, the path, so generous. Hmm. But anyway, that abode, so we, we go, it, it's, 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 a, it's, 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 it's luminous, it's uh, it's uh, it means it's it's full of uh, uh, knowledge and what is the highest knowledge? Manmana bhavamad bhakto This comes in Gita. What Krishna says, Rajavidyam. I'm going to give the king of knowledge. The beginning of the ninth chapter. At the end, he says what it is. Manmana bhavamad bhakto. That's all. <laughs> Just keep your mind on Krishna. Madhyaji Manamaskar, serve him, show respect for him. Hmm. That's all. So simple. It escapes us practically. Huh? So simple. Hmm. But not so easy <laughs> to apply. Sounds simple, but he doesn't ask for anything. Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam. Fruit, water, a leaf with devotion. Though it starts to become harder now. Hmm. Not mechanically, but when we see, we really, you have to give your whole heart. Oh, it's a difficult path <laughs> in that sense. Not so difficult, because we are practiced in giving our heart. We are giving it in the wrong place only. So, he's providing the perfect repose for our hearts. Hmm? As the perfect object of love. Hmm. So that place... Hmm, Described in the Gita, Yadgat and Yadgatvan and Ibartante Dhamma Paramamama. Going there to that Dham, one never returns. Vaishnavadham. This is a name for Baladev. Vaishnavadham. Hmm? Who is who manifests the all the facilities for serving Krishna? The whole Dham. Baladev. He's Bala and Badev. It means, Bal means strong, strength. So, but divine strength. Hmm? He gives the power, the divine power, to deal with the 
with the, the with the the fearful condition of of even the, the, the sadhaka's life. Hmm? This is why Guru is said to be the manifestation of Baladev. Akanda Guru Tattva Baladev. Nitananda Guru in Gorlila. The reservoir of the Guru uh, Tattva. Great uh, strength. Guru, the word Guru means heavy. Like, uh, you know, if you, if it's a kind of like you see these stories sometimes of the tornado comes and people try to hang on to something and and you can take the whole thing and fly, you can fly away with that and so forth. So it means during the greatest storm of the mind, hmm, if you hold on there, hmm, at the anchored at the feet of the guru, then he's heavy. He is not going to blow in the wind of the storm of our mind. There's no storm in his mind. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a storm going on. There's a tidal wave. Hmm? Of, of of love, of God. Hmm? It has the power then to inundate and uh, hmm? and, to, and, to, and to ground us with its heaviness. And so we hold on there. This is the idea. Hmm? This Baladev is, is one sense the, 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 the principle of gravity. You know, nowadays we like to talk about the world and what it's about. And so we've come up with the idea through scientific experiment, observing the world and so forth, of gravitational force, electromagnetic force, and some four or five whatever basic forces that the world is made up of. In the Goswami literature, we don't find them talking about the forces of the world in the same way. Hmm? Because they're talking about the subjective side, subjective component of the world. The world has a subjective and objective component. In in modern science, we talk about the objective component, the gravitational force, the electromagnetic force. Uh, these, uh, that's why they've expanded the idea of materialism to physicalism, naturalism. These are terms that seek to expand the idea to include forces, for example, electromagnetic force, the gravitational force. Um, it's there, as I'm saying here. Baladev represents the gravitational force that holds everything together. His other name is Sankarshana. Sankarshana. Karshan. Karshati means the, the, the word, the syllable Krish, and the name of Krishna comes from this also. It means to attract. So Sankarshana, he can sank, attract all things. Hmm? Attract things together. Here it's mentioned in the verse we, we discussed first that the, the, the situation under the influence of Kamsa is that devotees were, were, who liked to come together in the Vaishnav Dham, hmm? liked to stay together in Sangha, they were split up by the influence of Kangsa. Hmm? Sometimes we find this. The devotee Sangha, it, it, it splinters because of Kangsa. <laughs> we think it's because of Krishna consciousness, but it's, <laughs> it's because of the lack of Krishna consciousness. Somebody splinters off from the main group, uh, actually. Hmm? And then they have their own doctrine, doctored doctrine of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It happens. Hmm? So here it was mentioned that, that the Yadus were here, the implication of the verses, and the, and the Kuru's here, and different families and all uh, dynasties, they're all uh, uh, largely devoted, 
sectors and so forth, but by Kamsa's influence, the whole thing was turned upside down. Hmm? Sankarshan, this is another name for Ram. He was given in the birth-giving ceremony. comes in the eighth chapter here. He has the power to draw all his families back together again. Hmm? Um, he's, he, he, he's, he, his, here it is mentioned by Krishna, his partial manifestation, Ananta, Sesh, became the seventh child in the womb of Devaki. The other six had, had been killed. The seventh one is the manifestation of Ram, Sankarshan, Sesha. She's, he's described in the literature as, really, literally almost, as the gravitational force holding up all the planets, on, depicted as a, as a great uh, serpent with many heads. Hmm? And all of the universes are like seeds of mustard seeds. You know how small a mustard seed is? Very tiny. Hmm? On his head, like it's so, so big. Hmm? And so, he's, so he is the kind of um, uh, presiding over uh, existence in the material world in Vaikuntha as Mahasankarshan and in Goloka as, uh, as, as Baladev. This is all what we call Sandini Shakti. He is the deity presiding over the existential Shakti of the, of the um, existential power, I mean Shakti potency, of that Shakti that governs the affairs of the Leela. It is different than the Maya Shakti. That is compared to the darkness like the shadow and the Sarup Shakti like the light. It has three components, Sandini, Sambit, Ladini. Same thing as, as ourself, our own existence. We exist, Sat, Chit, some we're cognizant, and for a purpose, Ananda. Sandini, Sambit, Ladini means a very intense kind of special kind of existence. Special kind of knowledge, Samvit. It's a special kind of, it's a knowing of how to serve Krishna in a particular way. It includes a forgetfulness of his own godhood that makes that possible. Hmm? And a certain kind of ananda that corresponds with that. Hmm? So Baladev, in one sense, he's like I say, the gravitational pull, but the Goswamis tended not to speak in any detail about the forces of the world from the objective consideration of matter. It was not their preoccupation. They were preoccupied with the subjective component of the world, which makes the whole thing go around, consciousness. Hmm? And so how did they describe the forces of the world? What are the primary five forces of the world? Hmm? Shanta, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurdya. This is what they're talking about. These are the primary forces of the world. Hmm? The, life is a, is a motive. Hmm? It's, it, it, it's emotional. And it, it has, they are certain, in the, in the sea, the psychologists will like this, in the ocean of feeling hmm, and emotion, certain emotions have a, certain, have, a, have a power amongst all the waves of emotion that come and go in our life. Certain emotions have the power to rise up and take precedence over others and define, define, define love as, as friendly love, sakyam as as well-wishing love, like a parent, Vatsalya, uh, as romantic love, Madhurdya. Hmm? So Baladev is this w- huge tidal wave of 
of Sakya. Hmm? This is how they wanted to talk about the world hmm, and its possibilities. When, when Krishna wants to experience in eternity friendliness, this is Balaram. Hmm? And in an accommodating way, the Dham is, the Dham is manifest. This is not an event in time, of course, but we're limited by language to speak about it as if it's something in, in time. The Dham is manifested. Friendliness means, it means it's accommodating, it's affectionate. The very basis of the whole of, of the Braj is Sakya. Hmm? Therefore, Brahma, with the four heads, when he had experience of the Dham, he had experience in the context of Sakyaras, in Brahma Vimohana Lila. Hmm? What did he say? Oho bhagyam, oho bhagyam, nandagopurbhachokasam, yan mitram, yan mitram, paramanandam, purna brahma sanatanam. He's purna brahma sanatanam. Hmm? Paramananda, but he's your mitra, your friend, nandagopurbhachokasam, all these people. He who is the purna brahma, the supreme brahman, the godhead, uh, the supreme bliss, paramananda, eternity, sanatan, and the center of eternal existence has become their friend. The whole of Vrindavan is pervaded by this Sakyam. Hmm? And Prabhupada was asked by his disciple Rishikesh, who had an association with, with Gaudiamath for some time, hmm. and entered into some higher topics that Prabhupada didn't often entertain, came back and he met with Prabhupada and he asked Prabhupada about the Vrindavan and in Gaudiya Sampradaya. He said, is everybody in Gaudiya Sampradaya in, enter into romantic love with, with uh, uh, Krishna, Radha Krishna, Manjari Bhav, it's called, Tadbhavi uh, Chamayi. Uh, this is the term Rupa Goswami gives and Prabhupada said, down to Sakya. <laughs> down to Sakya. Hmm? Of course, he said, also, Rishikesh says, yes, he says, they say that your, your god-brother, Akinchan Krishnadas, that he, is, that he was in Sakirasa. And Prabhupada said, yes, Akinchana. You should understand that word. So insightful. Akinchana means no material desire. <laughs> you understand that first. And then these higher topics, you might have some capacity to to be come, acqu- come acquainted with. Yes, Akinchan, Krishnanas, that was his name. Hmm. He was absorbed in Sakirasa. Of course, that's Prabhupada's affinity, and this is what Balaram, as he demonstrated repeatedly, and Balaram personifies that. Hmm. He is the whole of friendship, and, and, and he is the Vaishnav Dham, who manifests the whole Dham. It's, it's, it's friendly, it's accommodating, it looks small. Hmm. Uh, the material world seems small and confining. We want to do more than what the senses permit, it would seem. We feel like, I've always said, the world is more than what meets the eye, but we're kindly, constantly running into the limitations of the eye and the ear and, and, and the mind and so forth. So to go beyond that, beyond the senses and beyond the limitations of form. Hmm? Ah, spacious, accommodating in terms of room, but there's nobody there. <laughs> uh, in other words, to understand the oneness that we have with one another and identify with that, become absorbed in that, so that there appears to be no other, hmm, is 
a good exercise in terms of freeing oneself from the false otherness that arises from perception. Your mind thinks it's hot, mine says it's cold. There's a difference. We're at odds with one another. But is it hot or is it cold? That's only relative to your particular perception through your senses. And your senses could change. Hmm? You could be in another body and think it's neither hot nor cold. <laughs> so what is it? So the life beyond the limits, the reading that we gather from the senses in the mind. Hmm? So to move away from that false diversity to the unity that underlies it, we gain much more space. But how accommodating is it when we look and there's no one else there? So Vaikuntha appears to be smaller. Again, form is being talked about and so forth. But we find it is, it is accommodating there. We find Dasyarasa, Shantarasa, not just Brahmasayuja, but Shantarasa, Dasyarasa. Shantarasa means there's a meditation on another. Hmm? Dasya means there's someone to serve. Hmm? And Dasya and Vaikuntha reaches up to some, some it's up to Sakya with some Brahma. Some kind of sakya bordering on friend, reverential friendship. Hmm? Just like the chauffeur might say, Yes, sir. And, Yes, Mr. Bob. Hmm? Well, that's a little stereotypical. But, uh, the, sometimes this, the, 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 the chauffeur might have a some relationship with the, with the, with the, with the chauffeur where... The chauffeur asks, what do you think? Driver, should I put my money in gold? Hmm? Uh, well, I don't know, but if I was you, <laughs> something like that, he offers some friendly advice with, with reverence. But in in, Baikund, in in Goloka, then this is crossed over. Hmm? That uh, Saki is characterized being by devoid of reverence. In the Dasya of Goloka, there's friendliness. There's some kind of reverence too, but not like Vaikuntha. It's not like this. But in the context of the role of the servants of Krishna, in the family, for example, they become the servant in Krishna's family. So they have some relationship with him of bringing things and uh, assisting Madhya Shoda and so forth. They'll carry the lunch in the picnic and so on and so forth. So. Their love also is tinged by Sakya. But Sakya, then, this, this means pranai. Hmm? In Sakya, the development is from rati, bhava. Then comes pranai. Then comes prem. Hmm? Then comes sneha. Then rag. And if it's priyanarmasaka, this kind of romantic friend, friend familiar, familiar with the romantic leelas, then anurag and bhav mahabhav. Hmm? almost a full measure of, these are all kind of attendants to the stai, they're, they're also stai, dominant emotions, hmm? intensified in a particular way relative to the to sakya, to madhurya, to vatsalya and so forth. This is the, this is the progression in sakya rasa. Hmm? And pranai means, you can understand, pranai means like a kind of equality. It's, it's like I've said before, if you love someone, if you walk down the street and someone touches you, you go, oh, or excuse me, I'm sorry. Hmm? But if your lover or your friend touches you, you don't, you don't cringe back. Hmm? The typical example is there in the, in the cowherd's forest and Krishna's friends 
put the feet on Krishna's lap. The nature of that friendly love is such that sometimes they serve Krishna, and sometimes Krishna serves them. Samam. Hmm? Equal. They have a sense of equality with, with, with Krishna. Hmm? So this, this kind of equality, this friendship, this is, this is very accommodating. So it gets bigger, in other words. The space gets bigger the more accommodating it is. It looks smaller, and for the sake of intimacy, that's, that's required. Bhagwan has to take a medium size. He can't take the infinite or the finite, or the infinitesimal position. That inspires awe. So he appears, as it's said in the language of the Bhagavatam, in medium size, Bhagavatam, in Brahman Bhagavatam, with his forehead seeing this, had forehead spinning. He said, Ho Bhagyam, Ho Bhagyam. Nandagopa Bhishokasam, Yan Mitram Paramanandam, Puna Brahma Sanatanam. This is a special place here. Hmm? Krishna affords friendly dealings. Of course, the romantic dealings predominate. Hmm? Hmm. But the idea is the entry level here. It's, it's a friendly place. This is Vaishnavdham. It's a friendly place. All accommodating. Hmm? This is his name, Vaishnavdham. So Balaram is introduced into the Bhagavatam with this word. It is said that Krishna had a partial manifestation of Balaram enter into the womb of Devaki. Hmm? The six sons had come and died. Hmm? They are allegorically... They represent the five senses and the mind hmm? and the oppression of, of Kangsa. They are all, hmm, she's imprisoned because of Kangsa's wrath and so forth and all in relation to the, to the children. She had to go through eight, well, six of them died and the seventh one. So the seventh one was a manifestation of Balaram. He manifested what? The of Dham within her. Hmm? Making preparation for Krishna's appearance. So Devaki's bhakti causes Ram's appearance, prepares the ground hmm, for Krishna's appearance. Hmm. Guru is then, as we say, the representative of, 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 of Baladev, and Baladev, he's in, he is the personification of, personification of Sakirasa, and he presides also over Vatsalya and Madhurya, or excuse me, Vatsalya and Dasya. Madhurya is in a separate category. He was only indirectly there, not directly. Hmm? But his indirect relationship with, with, with Madhurya Rasa of Radha and Krishna facilitates it considerably. Hmm? We could say, no one facilitates the Madhurya Rasa of Radha and Krishna and, and others' a prospect of participating in it more than Baladev, who doesn't directly participate in it. It means he, he can't directly participate. By the law of rasa, that would be a problem. Hmm? If Balaram comes into the room, Radha will have to stand up and show respect. He's the elder brother. Hmm? She, he cannot, she, he, he can conduct him, she can conduct herself in a certain way with Krishna in the presence of Subal that she cannot in the presence of Balaram. Hmm? As I said, well, I haven't said it, but uh, as, 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 he, as he who presides over Vatsalya, Dasya, and Sakya, Baladev Sakya is also influenced by, by Vatsalya and, 
and, and Dasya. So he has a relationship with Krishna in Dasya, in Vatsalya, and in, 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 in Sakya. But the Madhuri, the, 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 the Vatsalya and the Dasya in the context of his Sakya. Hmm? So, as uh, elder brother, he's one of the gurus of Krishna, Vande Gurun, we learn from Krishna Das Kaviraj. We're entering in here into a plurality of gurus. Hmm? So, he's one of the gurus of Krishna. Krishna has at least two other gurus. He has Sandipani Muni, was his initiating guru. Hmm? He says uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita through the pen of Krishna Das, Amishisha Guru Nata Radhikar Premero Unmata. Amishisha, I am the Shishya, I am the disciple. In the Prem of Radha, Radhikar Premera Unmata. The, 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 mm, the Prem of Radha and her dancing, that is my guru. Hmm? What is the time? Thirteen. Thirty-eight. Mm. So, uh, this is his then his ragmar guru, his dancing guru, his um, madurasa guru, <laughs> his love guru. Yeah, there you go, love ananda. Uh, so many gurus. Balaram is the is is his is his the, the, the guru of Krishna's decorum of his behavior. Watching, make sure he behaves properly. We call Mariada Purusha. He's the person in his life that presides over the Mariada, the proper etiquette and how to conduct oneself and uh, appropriately and so forth. Hmm? This is his role, uh, uh, and so on account of that, these romantic secret affairs, he, he's not directly participating there. But the fact that he doesn't allow himself to be present. At Kurukshetra, that he got up and walked out of the room, hmm? means what? If he had stayed, it wouldn't have been possible. So he wants to facilitate that romantic love. So this is a big, big person, hmm? a big force, if you will, in the world, Balaram. Hmm? Not a small idea. The whole of Gaudiya Sampradaya is started by his other self, Nityananda, in Gorlila. We find Brajendranand and Krishna comes as Chaitanya, and Ram comes, incarnates as, as Nitai. And he started the whole Sampradaya. He's the one who had the courage to come out and say it. Mahaprabhu Dev told him, worship Krishna, hmm? sing the name of Krishna, and spread the teachings of Krishna. Krishna, Shiksha Krishna, Vajra uh, Krishna, Bola Krishna, Kora Krishna Shikha. Hmm? And Nitai said, no. Vajagauranga kahagauranga lahagauranga eranamuri. He said, I will teach this. I will spread the, the, te the teachings of Gore. I will chant the name of Gore. I will worship Gore. You are Krishna, coming in a, in a, in a form that makes Krishna's uh, lila accessible. I will give emphasis on you. This is how the Sampradaya started. Vajagauranga kahagauranga lahagauranga eranamuri. Ye amar pranri. He said, and whoever does this, then, hmm? That, Baladev, Nitai, Nityanandaram, as he's called in Chaitanya Charitamrita, I give myself, I'm purchased by that person, I go to that person, I live with that person. Hmm? Hmm? I manifest the Dham in their heart. Hmm? 
that it becomes possible that the playground of Krishna will manifest there and all the play of Krishna. Therefore, ar kobenitai chander karuna kobe sangsara vasana mor kobe tucha hobe Thakur Nartham Das sings Goranga bolite hobe pulaka sharir hari hari bolite nayane babenir He's in the Gambira. Gambira means deep. Hmm? The Gambira is a stone room about eight by six, eight by eight, something else. Maybe you've been there something. So it's just a stone room, no windows. Chaitanya Dev stayed in this. This is where he experienced the depth of what he came to taste. Krishna coming to taste the, 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 the bhava of Radha, the prema of Radha in that room. Small room, but a big thing came out of that. Hmm? He overflowed outside of the room. Hmm? They would find him somehow outside of the room. How did he get out? They would lock him to protect himself from himself because he would, he would be bumping into the walls and uh, in ecstasy and so forth. Hmm? He melted in the room. They found him outside. They would bring him back. Hmm? Narutam, placing himself projecting himself in his heart in the Gambira. Hmm? He's in the bhajan stage of his life. The internal, he, he, this Narottam Thakur was a huge um, canvasser for Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Narottam Thakur, Srinivas and uh, um, Shamananda commissioned Rajiva Goswami to take the teaching of the Goswamis that had codified and Sanskritized and theologized in depth in a refined way. Who is Chaitanya? What does he come to give? Now, this all started in Bengal under the unorthodox uh, or kind of spontaneous outgrowth of ecstasy of Balaram, Nityananda Ram, and his friends, hmm? who were the Dwadas Gopal, the twelve cowherds who came with him in Gorlila. They went about this in kind of an unorthodox way, just worship Goranga, and they were initiating people and so forth. So the group of Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, were schooled by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? You can't take Nityananda to school. How can he take his Mariyata Purush to school and make him a student? <laughs> Balaram is, the, is, the, is one of the gurus of, of, uh, of Krishna. So as Chaitanya, how can he school Nityananda Prabhu? And he's in no mood for being schooled. Hmm? Uh, unlike in Krishna Leela, where he's, he's proper in his etiquette, in Gorlila, he's gone mad. Hmm? He would drink directly from the teats of cows and bathe in the Ganges with alligators. Hmm? He was mad. Sometimes he would appear naked in the assembly, unaware that he was naked and so forth. Oh, put something on him. He was mad in ecstasy, uh, oblivious to the external world. Hmm? How could Mahaprabhu uh, school him? Hmm? Narutam places himself in that in that gambira hmm? Hmm. He, he 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 did the, he he was a great canvasser hmm? uh, he, he was schooled by the goswamis jiva goswami in particular a disciple of lokanath and schooled siksha guru was jiva goswami and sent uh, with the other two shamanan shinibas to to take the bengal side the orissan side of devotion and give it some uh, 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 through Chaitanya Charitamrita primarily systemize 
bring everybody together, all these diverse groups of devotion for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, bring them under one banner, the theology of the Goswamis, hmm? the orthodoxy of Gaudiya Vaishnavism as it became. Hmm? So he did that widely, but in this song, hmm, Lala Sumayi, Lala Sumayi, is, uh, uh, it means with, how you say, a great lament. Here we find also, I haven't read the verse, but it's described, when Baladev appeared, when the, when the extension of Baladev appeared in her womb to create the Vaishnava Dham, the place for Krishna to appear in her heart, really, it's really about, uh, then she was filled with jubilation and lamentation. Hmm? So the, the nature of bhakti like this, it's not the end of, jubila- of lamentation, uh, uh, our life is full of jubilation and lamentation. It's a transcendental lamentation and jubilation. There's union, there's separation in the lila. Hmm? Again, it's this bias, it's, it's, it's dynamic, it's diverse, and so forth. Hmm? So she was in anxiety because here she could feel something divine is happening. And then she looked, but look at where I am. Surrounded by my senses, surrounded by kamsa, and all these influences. Hmm? Bhakti is coming within me, but I might lose it in the, in the present. Some anxiety like this, hmm? and in the higher side, some anxiety for for Krishna in Batsali Rasa. My child, I have to protect him. How will I protect him from kamsa, and so forth? Hmm? So Narutam is lamenting hmm? when, when, when Madhavendrapuri was leaving the world, his, he was lamenting. Why I have not attained the, the ecstasy of Radha and so forth. His, his, and his disciple, one of his disciples came and said, You will not even get bhakti like this. Bhakti will come when you first you become free from lamentation and hankering. Hmm? Brahmabhuta. Come to the Brahmabhuta. Don't hanker. Don't lament. Hmm? Then you will get bhakti. Hmm? He said, "You can go now." <laughs> Meanwhile, Ishwarpuri, you know, that was uh, 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 that was Ramchandrapuri. Ishwarpuri attended to his guru. He could understand that his lamentation was transcendental. He had was he had far beyond the lamentation of for wanting things. Hmm? The jubilation of getting them and the lamentation when they, when they disappear, when they dur- turn out to be less than what I thought they were. He was not preoccupied with that, but lamenting hmm, in an ecstasy of, of, of Radha for the union of Krishna and so forth. Uh, uh, Ishwarpuri could understand. He stayed with them. He got the blessing. What was the blessing? He got Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as his disciple. Hmm? Naratam, anyway, he's placing himself in the Gambira. This is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu teaches us, from here you can enter into the Kirtan, at the house of Srivas Thakur, Rasa Kirtan. The doors aren't open for everyone and anyone. Entering there, you can enter the Vrindavan Leela. This is the way of Kirtan. He wouldn't let anybody in there, but he came out for some people. And he showed through his whole Leela. This outreach, Namsan Kirtan, cleanses the heart, something starts to come within, it starts to be cultivated. Gradually one enters into Bhava Bhakti, an internal cultivation. Hmm? Mahaprabhu did that in the Gambira. So Narutam is praying like this, he says, 
Gauranga bolite habe pulaka sharir. Hori hori bolite nayane babaniya. When will that, when will my heart uh, feel like this? When, when, when will the symptoms of this, this sattvika bhabas manifest in me? When will my hair stand on end? When will my voice be choked by chanting the name of Gauranga? When will tears pour, pour from my eyes? Hmm? Uh, and what does he say next? Ar kobe nitai chanter. He said, it will happen like this. Nityananda Prabhu will come into my life. Hmm? The Vaishnava Dham. Hmm? In another sense, the Guru. Uh, and sweep out the heart. Uh, give me strength from the fear of, of, of the senses by his example. It can be done. It's possible. The teaching... If it's personified by someone, this means so much more for us than, than the book. Hmm? It can be done. I can see it. Hmm? We get strength from that. Hmm? It says, By the influence of Mithinanda Prabhu, all these worldly attachments will go away. Hmm? The desires that, that, that make up the world, it'll all be eradicated. And so here he takes this position, Vaishnav Dham. He comes into the, into the uh, heart, the womb heart, heart womb of, of Devaki. This is all about really initiation, diksha is what it's about. She, he comes there, hmm, prepares the way. This is why I said, for example, in a short article I wrote for the day published on the harmonist, he's known as Haldar. Haldar means, is the name for Balaram, he carries the plow. Hmm? This symbolizes his agricultural um, side, from his mother's side. Rohini is the, is the, is the star that presides over agriculture. Hmm? Hmm. And uh, this is an agro, you know, <laughs> an, an agrarian kind of spirituality, the pastoral Vrindavan Leela. So the part of Ram... Hmm? that manifest the partial manifestation for, for preparing the way for Krishna. Krishna told Yogamaya, take that part and transfer it to your Rohini. Hmm? Where you, he, the son of Rohini is Balaram, the full Balaram, the whole picture. That part should, has done his job, then the part left, and it appeared as though she had a miscarriage, but really what happened was all of the, any fear or anxiety for Kamsa and the world is all removed from her heart. Vaishnav Dham was manifest there. On the Sandini Shakti, Sudha Shatva Visheshatma, Prema Suryam Susamibhak. Sudha Shatva Visheshatma. Sudha Shatva means the Swarup Shakti. This comes into the heart. Sudha Shatva means Sandini. Sandini. Sattva means existence here. We have Misra Sattva, mixed existence. A muddled existence. We don't know the difference between ourselves and the body. Hmm? Mishra Sattva, then Shuddha Sattva, pure existence, then Vishuddha Sattva. This Bhakti. Vishuddha Sattva. Shuddha Sattva Visheshatma. A particular combination of Ladini and Sambit. A certain kind of knowing and a corresponding type of ecstasy. With certain type, with particular Anubhavas, particular Sattvika Bhavas. Hmm? Particular Sanchari Bhavas relative to the dominant Stai Bhav, Sakyarasa, in the case of Balaram, for example. 
Hmm? Certain qualities of Krishna will be attractive to them, hmm? to those friends and so forth. Certain auxiliary ecstasies will come and go in their lives, augmenting their, their dominant uh, ecstatic emotion of love and so forth. So all these details, this means samvit and then ladini. And all appearing on what? On sandini, sudasattva. Another name for sudasattva is, is sandini. On the plane of pure existence, this is Ram. This comes into the heart. This is Baba. Baba coming in Vaishnabdham. Hmm? Means initiation is complete. Sambandagyan. Diksha is presided over by Sambandagyan. Knowledge of what's what, and it includes what's my relationship with matter, matter's relationship with me, matter's relationship with God, and ultimately my relationship with the God. It, it's complete. I mean, it's in place. It's coming to bear now. Hmm? Sudashatva. Visheshatma. A particular combination of, of Ladini and somebody manifesting, uh, some bit in Ladini, manifesting on the um, Sandini Shakti. Hmm? This is Bhava Bhakti. In Bhava Bhakti, there's longing. Nartam canvassed a long time. Hmm. And what was the result? He didn't think the goal of Krishna consciousness is selling books. He thought the goal is to enter into the book, to get lost in the book. And not only the book, but to write my own page in the book. Hmm? The 18,001 sloka of the Bhagavatam, it's said to be 18,000 verse, 18,001, 18,002. Hmm? This is Bhagavatam. Hmm? It is... It, we're talking about Abhutar here, Abhutar of Ram, Krishna Abhutar, this uh, Abhutari, Krishna, Janmastami. Hmm? And we find from Bhagavatam what? In the words of Sukha or, or Sutta, Sutta Gosami, he says, Itam, Idam Bhagavatam Nama Puranam Brahmasamitam. Brahmasamitam, he says, This Bhagavatam, Idam Bhagavatam Nama, this, what's known by the name as Bhagavat. Idam Bhagavatam Nama Puranam. This Purana known by the name Bhagavat it is it is Brahmasamitam. It's Krishna himself. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. It's where time and eternity meet. It will take us in the direction of eternity only. So to live in the book, actually, to write one your own page there. Informed by Samvit, moved by Ladini, hmm? with nothing else in the heart. Hmm? Sri like to describe Prabhupada in, in his earnestness on the boat, the Jaladutta coming across the ocean, in his earnestness, everything emptied out of his heart. Hmm? Completely. And, and what is his prayer? Give me the power to do this work of my guru. Hmm? And then make me successful in that and bring me bring me to you in friendliness. He said, what did he say? He said, what is that verse? Brindaranya? She knows it. Tomar Avashe Shukupai Gocharane Guridhim Bor 
Kotevani tutti, 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 tumbling and rolling on the ground hmm? and uh, and anubhav uh, running through the forest banikai lutaputi and gocharani ghuridhin bodha all these things are described this is his lament hmm? he said at that time shridamar said at that time my understanding is baladev entered into his heart completely hmm? Not just to purify his heart, huh? to make possible for Krishna to be to, 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 to live there. No, to stay in his heart and give Krishna Bhakti everywhere. As he had prayed, give me the Shakti. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, Krishna, he said, My dear Krishna, my dear friend, everybody knows, Prabhupada prayed. This is his personal intimate prayer hmm? on the boat, he said. Everybody knows, my dear friend, my dear brother Krishna, that if Radharani is pleased with you, then your life will be successful. This is a fact. So you know it too. But my guru is a representative of Radharani. Hmm? In her camp, he's given me an order. In order to do that, I say, you give me the power. Radharani will be pleased with you. Then your life will be successful. Hmm? And if I can do that successfully, by your grace, then I have one other ambition. That I can enter into this coward Leela with you. Hmm? So, that's a good way to negotiate with Krishna. Hmm? Prabhupada expresses his Taibhav for Sakyarasa. And Siddhartha said, and, and, he, and so Krishna answered his prayer. He sent Baladev there to give him such power to do his work, his preaching work. Therefore, he said, Shakti Avesh, Avesh of Nityananda, powered by Nityananda Ram to do the work of wide canvassing to the downtrodden people from all over the world and so forth. Hmm? Hmm. So he had a lament. Narottam has a lament like this when he prays in the, to enter the Gambir, the spirit of the Gambir. And he says, I'll be able to do that by the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. So he's introduced here in the Bhagavatam in this way as Vaishnavadham, hmm? Balram, the carrier of the plow, Haldar. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu manifested himself as Balram, in Gaur Leela, hmm, that happened on occasion, he manifests as the pow- holding the plow. Hmm. This plow is for what? For cultivating the field, hmm, the field of the heart. So the Guru's work is to cultivate the field, preparing it by awakening Shraddha through good siksha, good instructions, and good association. When the faith arises, the, oh, he says, it's fertile now. He put the seed of bhakti there. Hmm. This the idea. Hmm? So this is Balaram's work. Hmm? Here it comes out in a very prominent sense, right at the beginning of Krishna Leela. We try now enter into the whole of Leela. So Balaram is there right from the beginning. Hmm? And this is how he makes it possible, we see, in the, for, for Krishna's appearance. So these things should be understood. We should draw from this, as I say, this poetry, this kind of math, as we're doing practical instructions. Hmm? For us, the Vedanta, Gaudiya Vedanta, to apply in our lives, that so we can enter into this poetic 
realm. Hmm? And yad gatvana nivartante, as we quoted Gita earlier, yad gatvana nivartante taddhamma paramamama. You never come back from there. Hmm? So if you've got anything you want here, don't you can't go there. It's going <laughs> no coming back. <laughs> Make sure through Vedanta, there's nothing I want here. Hmm? Develop some desire for going there, and you never come back. Yes. Question. I agree with everything you say. But. But I, my prayer is never going to happen. Oh, no, no. Uh, that you see. I'm afraid it's never going to happen. No, we should. Uh, I try. We were in the same camp. You're sitting where you are. <laughs> <laughs> and they're worlds apart. I can understand that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you, uh, the, that may be your vision, but what is included in the vision is that we're, we're right close to one another. <laughs> so this is the way how we make progress. <laughs> if I stay close to... Uh, i lying to myself that I'm a cheater and, and, and that's why I can't advance. No, you can advance by good association, but on our own strength, we can't. Therefore, we, in, we invite Krishnanam and sadhusanga. In the context of sadhusanga, Krishna's shiksha comes to life. Hmm? And we find, by good association and all, this is, uh, this is the fire, so to speak, that cooks us and makes us offerable. So, yeah, when we feel like that, then we think, oh, he's making progress. This is re- he really feels this way. One of my garbhadas, Sridhar used to say that, well, if you if you feel that you, you're not getting anywhere, then you're making progress. And so he said, what if I feel I'm really not getting anywhere? <laughs> the tutor said, really you feel? He said, no, I mean, really I do. He says, well, that's really good, he said. <laughs> you have to see how small we are, how, 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 how needful, when we see how needy we are, we're really getting to the, close to the picture of reality. Hmm? Yeah. Then we can chant with some feeling, not we chant and think, Tomorrow, I'll be there. I'm just about there. I got a little taste this morning. Looks like I'm going to be there. <laughs> it's all, they call it utsumai, kind of a false enthusiasm. Uh, student goes to school, learns a couple things, and thinks, I could, I could be the professor myself. Mm. No, not like that. It's after time it comes. Mm. And, 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 and then we find... It, those who sit here also feel the same way. Such is the nature of the subject matter. So they're all students forever. Hmm? That's a good thing. Always something to learn. So, all right. So then we have to stop there. What's the time? Now we have Artik for Gornatananda. Then Prashad. Shibhali Puni Mamotsvatiti Ki Jai. Gaut Premanande. Gaut.